Good morning, everyone. We're all wired up and ready to go. <laughs> I welcome everyone, uh, the on online audience. Uh, so thankful that you tuned in. Uh, uh, Nick didn't get 20 years old or just his old man on the on the uh, podium. You know, I love it though when someone says uh, your brother is working with you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but that's awesome. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. Next two weeks, actually, it's going to be um, all about the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, I, I entitled today is uh, the Holy Spirit a new beginning. Because uh, when when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we get the, the the Advocate, the promised Holy Spirit within us. God's very presence comes into your you and your life, changes everything. The Holy Spirit is uh, is truly the, the source and power of our ministry, of our life changes everything as it was Jesus. Uh, it, the Holy Spirit lives in us, gives us new life, new a new creation in Jesus Christ, uh, teaches us. Um, I've learned so much because of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God living in me. Uh, it convicts me of my sin. I'm so thankful for that. You know, because we're sinners. I need to be convicted when I'm being shows me uh, God's righteousness. It shows me God's righteousness. Uh, guides me into all truth. His word. It brings glory to Jesus Christ. I, I pray that you and I can bring glory to Jesus Christ with our very lives. It, it's what changes our life and all the people around us. If you look at your family, and I am so blessed with a family that, that loves Jesus, loves God, and, and that's, what, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He lives in me, and it and it just brings glory to Jesus Christ. And uh, you know, and the Holy Spirit led Jesus. You know, a lot of times we don't think about that. The Holy Spirit led Jesus. Jesus talked about it, and he promised it. He promised it as he promises to you and I. The Holy Spirit was on full display at the day of Pentecost. We're studying that on a Monday night men's. It always brings up a lot of discussion. It's really interesting. But sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit comes on you with a gentle whisper. Just a gentle whisper. Little things in your life. It's not always a big thing. This is the Holy Spirit working with you in, in a special way. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. You know, and I can just see Jesus and the apostles together saying, I'm, I'm going to leave you, boys, but I'm going to send send somebody to you that's going to be your advocate but he says I'm going to come back though so he says I'm leaving but I'm coming back total confusion you know but Jesus promises the very spirit of God that comes into their lives and then I I could just hear the, the, the apostles and Jesus talking about it and as we talk about it today I pray that Holy Spirit fills you up fills you up Makes you want to just dive into his word in a special way. Just hear it in a special way. Just to see. Know the power that's involved in the Holy Spirit. You know? So Jesus promises it. So let's read a little bit about that in John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. If you love me, keep my commandments. 
Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. You know, Jesus backs right off in, in verse 15. He says, if you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, get into my, get into my word. Know, know everything about me. If you love me, then I will ask the Father to give you that advocate. You know, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you get that advocate, the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to the Father except through Jesus. So here, all those red letters, get into those red letters. Get into those red letters and re- read them. And then we will learn how to do the Father's will. And uh, I pray that you can do the same. Enjoy the Father's will. Love him in a special way. So how do you do the Father's will? With the power of the Holy Spirit, our advocate. Can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I, I can only do it through the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I, I love the songs that we sing ahead of time. It, it, it really does fire me up because it's, they're all based on God's Word. And, and God's Word just gets me excited. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I was exhausted this morning. We were up a lot last night, and uh, as uh, Diane had a few dreams, and, and, it wasn't, and uh, it's just something that just happens in our household almost every other day. And, and so uh, I, I was exhausted, but as I was singing and, and reading God's word, it just lifts me up. And then and it's the power of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. Jesus continues to say, I won't leave you as orphans. I will come to you. The world won't see me, but you will. You know, we, we live in a world that doesn't see Jesus. The only way they're going to see Jesus is through you. Christ living in you by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the only chance this world has. And this world needs Jesus so bad. Needs Jesus so bad. And it's, and it's you that are going to do it. You know, when, when, the, when the apostles got that power of the Holy Spirit, what did they do? They started preaching the word of God in different languages. And that's what we need to do. When we, need, we have the Holy Spirit, we need to share the word of God with anyone and everyone who will listen and live it and love it in a special way. He says, you're leaving, and no one will see me, see him, but we will. So we see Jesus. We know Jesus. Again, Jesus says, whoever keeps my commands loves me. How important is the word of God to you? I ask you, how important is the word of God to you? I wouldn't dare walk in this building without this. Or any, any place when I'm going to study the word. I'd love to have it at work in front of me, but that'd be just a little too much, I think. But, but as it is, we get the Christian music blaring all the time in the restaurant. But so it's, the Word of God is so important, it's so precious. And I encourage you to, to get into the Word of God. You know, the, the Bible apps are great. 
the, the Bible on, the, on your phone is great, but there's nothing like the Word of God. When I Every page I open it up and I see the highlights, I read back over it, and, and it just lifts me up. It's, it, and it's the Word of God. It's the power of the gospel. It's the Spirit of God jumping out into my heart and mind. God wants your faith to be in Him. Nothing else. Let's read it a little further in John 14, uh, 23. I'll back up and read 22 just for a second. I know I didn't give it to him, but then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? So Jesus replied, verse 23, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love him and we will come to him then and make our home with him. I highlighted that verse. I love that verse. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Has God made his home in your heart and mind? Is he, is he alive in you? Does, does he feel comfortable with everything you do and say? He, he loves you and wants to make a home with you. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own, but they belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. You know, there's no fear in God. Jesus says, do not be afraid. There's no fear in God. When I'm serving God, there's no fear in my heart and mind. There's no, uh, there's no power that can compare to the power that's living in you and I under the Holy Spirit. It, it just lights you, it lights right up. It makes you feel just 10 feet tall. And you can take that Goliath down because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus tells, tells us to obey his teaching. Why? Because we need to. We need to obey. That's how we gain the power of the Holy Spirit. You get the Holy Spirit when you're, when you're baptized and, uh, and you commit to Jesus Christ. But then you continually to fill your, your life up with the Spirit and, and be full of the Spirit. And well, what peace uh, we have living in our, in our world. I have peace that transcends all understanding living in the world. You do too. Jesus continues uh, to teach us about the Holy Spirit in John 16, verses 7. John 16, verses 7. But truly, very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove to the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment about sin. Because people do not believe in me about righteousness. Because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And about judgment because the prince of the world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the spirit will receive from me what he will <coughs> make known to you. Again, Jesus shares what the, the spirit of, what the spirit of truth can do for you. The Holy Spirit convicts you, guides you into all truth, brings glory to Jesus Christ. Only God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can give life. 
do life to us. It's, it's all to have. Uh, God in the Old Testament, I love how God worked in the Old Testament with the, with the Holy Spirit. In Ezekiel, this is one of my favorite uh, scriptures from, from uh, Ezekiel about the power of the Holy Spirit, about raising up these dead bones. Ezekiel chapter 37, starting in verse 1. The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them. <clears throat> and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, of the valley bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones. Hear the words of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter to you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them. Skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the, to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breath from the four winds and breathe into these flames, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on them, their feet, a vast army. Then he said to them, said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, my people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done it, declares the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You know, the, this... This is yet to happen to the to 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 Israel, but it's going to happen when Jesus comes back. It's going to happen. But right now, I, I'm telling you, he has a, a, a story in this because um, these dead bones. You know, I when, when I read this the scripture, it, this it reminds me of this building. This building was dead and, and gone for 25 years, dusty and dirty, only used. <laughs> few times for weddings and uh, something happened by the power of the Holy Spirit something something was going on that we had no idea about we were wor worshiping down the town hall and we were praying and, and hoping that we knew we had to find a building or another spot to worship God and you know my, my brother Tim had a dream that he was up at the stone church mowing the lawn and so he shared that with us on a Monday night men's Bible study and I, I get never get sick of telling this story and, and because I had heard that Jim Rimes was going to give this building to the, to the uh, Historical Society. And I was, you know, thinking, what would they want it for? It's, it's, it's dilapidated and everything. I, I didn't know what was going on. <coughs> but when, Jim, when uh, Tim told me he had that dream, I said, I better call Jim Rimes. You know, I better call Jim Rimes. So on a, the next morning, I get up at the restaurant and I give Jim office to call and the lady was very nice to me she said well Jim's a busy man you know he'll get back to you within a week or two but um, she, she said I will pass the message on five minutes later Jim calls me 
Now that's the Holy Spirit working. Five minutes later, he calls me. He goes, Rick, and Jim and I were pretty good friends, but he, you know, he's uh, in friends with the family. But when he called me like that, he goes, Rick, you want to build? And I said, Jim, we're just 20 or 30 of us. It's a ragtag group. We have no money. I know that building is dilapidated and needs a ton of work. In fact, 20 years earlier, me and my father had come up here and looked at this building. And we, we, we advised the preacher at that time to, to take it because they were going to give it away. And, we, and because I was young and he was younger and we thought we could, we could fix it up. But the preacher didn't want, he wanted a turnkey operation. So he said, no, nah, I don't want this building. I, I, you take another building. So anyways, Jim says, you don't worry. You go down to the office, get a key, and come up here and make a list of everything you want done. I'll sit down with you in two weeks at the restaurant. You tell me all you need to, need to be done, I'll, I'll do it for you. You'll be in charge of it. You'll, you'll work with the contractors, and I'll pay you. I'm like, I'll start crying. I'll start crying. And those dead bones were coming to life, as it did with Ezekiel. And... Uh, and I, I, I call Nick up, and I, I, I tell Don, and we all start crying, and we, we just could not believe it. And, and, and it didn't take too long. I think by the following Christmas, we had a, a first worship service here, and Jim showed up, and it was just, just incredible. And, and I'm telling you, that's what the power of the Holy Spirit can do with a dried-up old place like this. It's not dried up anymore. It's full of the Holy Spirit, full of people who want to serve and bless God and change lives. I, I thank you that, that that's how the Holy Spirit works. Just amazing and incredible. And I want you to know that God has a plan for your dry bones. You might, you might be a little dry in your life. He has a plan for your dry bones. He, he has a plan that, that's going to change everything. It's just let him work in, in your life. Get into his word. Pray to him. Love on him. And he will love you like nobody's business. I can tell you, our life isn't a picnic. Diane and I go through a lot, but because of the power of the Holy Spirit, we, we enjoy every day. We get praise and glory to him every day. And it's because of the power of the Holy Spirit. It's no other, there's no other explanation for it. And he does the same for you. He'll do the same for your entire family. It'll be just incredible what God will do in, in, for you. So let him dry up. Let him get rid of those dry bones and enjoy the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, in, in Jesus' baptism was, was just the beginning of his ministry. And uh, I want to look at um, Luke chapter 3. Luke chapter 3. Verses 21 and 22. And you know, the Holy Spirit was the source and the power of Jesus' ministry as well. You know, Jesus gives glory to, to God through the Holy Spirit in our lives. Let's read 21 and 22. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. The Holy Spirit descended out of heaven. God sent his power down and, and engulfed Jesus Christ. It's the beginning of his ministry. You know, and, and here we see how the pow power of God's at work. We see... Jesus beginning his ministry, and we see the power of the Holy Spirit all in, all in these verses. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit the Comforter. They all work together. 
they all work together in our lives. It's uh, amazing how it works. So Jesus begins his ministry. Let's look over at Luke chapter 4, going from a little bit, verses 1 and 2. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. Here we see Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, always doing the Father's will. Again, Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, Jesus said, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the, the year of the Lord forever. I say amen to that. Amen. We need to proclaim the year of the Lord, the favor of Jesus Christ on us. Are you doing the same thing? When you're full of the Holy Spirit, you can't keep it to yourself. You can't keep it to yourself. When Diane received Jesus as, as her Lord and Savior, she couldn't keep it to herself. She had to share it with me. And I'm so glad she did because I, I was a little bit negative about it. I said, we're all set. We got baptized when we were babies. Come on. Don't, you know. And I was, I was that negative spirit, but she kept on proclaiming the favor of Jesus Christ, how it changed her life and how she was so committed to his word. And thankfully, thankfully, I started going to church with her. And, and, it, and I could just feel the Holy Spirit calling me. And all of a sudden, one night, I'm all by myself working on the road in, in Pittsfield, Mass. We used to travel all over New England fixing up old homes. And uh, I uh, opened the drawer next to me. You know, the Gideon, thank God for the Gideons. They had a Bible. Yeah, they had a Bible there. So I, I opened up the Bible, right, to Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit jumped on me. And I said, I call her right up. I said, I'll be baptized as soon as I come home, honey. Line it all up. I, I feel the Spirit living in me. And, and incredible power. Incredible power by the Holy Spirit. And that's what happens when the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You can't keep it to yourself. I'm so glad. Glad Diane was committed to the Lord. You can do the same thing for someone you love. Keep on. Keep on with what the Lord does. Keep sharing. Just be incredible. Again, we see Jesus proclaiming his ministry. He, he sets us free. Now to where we really get on fire for the Lord. Acts 1. Acts 1. Here's what Jesus has been talking about. Here's what, and he's got his disciples together. He's getting ready to leave. And he goes, Acts 1, <coughs> 1 through 5. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving me instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, again, we see how the Holy Spirit works through Jesus. The Holy Spirit and Jesus are one and the same. He had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the, the gift my father promised, when you heard it, for which you heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Wow. These 120 believers, it had to make them awesome. Wait for what was going to happen. Because they knew that 
Jesus was leaving, something awesome was going to come. The Holy Spirit would enable them like, like nobody had ever been enabled before. The Holy Spirit was the source and power of their ministry. They did many things. And the scriptures just are filled with them in Acts. In Acts 2, 1 through 4, here's the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Here we see God's incredible power. Suddenly, he says, a sound like a violent wind came from heaven. Heaven opened up and sent down the Holy Spirit to dwell among you and in them and fill them with the Holy Spirit. Pour it out from heaven. You know, that reminds me of how Jesus is going to come back suddenly. You know, Jesus is going to come back to this earth. It's going to be, we don't know when he's coming back. And, uh, you know, they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. We are also waiting for Jesus to come home and take us home. I can't wait. We're anxiously waiting for Jesus uh, as the Spirit seemed to be everywhere. You know, it looked like tongues of fire. And the fire represents the very presence of God. When you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you have the very presence of God living in you. You, you, you just, it's amazing what happens. If you haven't received Jesus as your Holy Spirit yet, you need to, because it's the very presence of God. It changes everything in your life. Um, and what seemed like tongues of fire enabled them to speak in other tongues. What did they do right away? They started preaching the word of God so that everybody in different languages could understand. What do we do when we receive the word of God? We do the same. We share it with anyone and everyone who listens. We, we live it. We love it. We share it in such a way. You know, I ask you, are you convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit? Is he convicting you right now? Yeah, is he convicting you right now? Uh, let's read a little bit about that in First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 1, 4 through 8. Paul's talking to you right now. For you, for we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. God does that. He comes with deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you become a model to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. For they themselves report. <coughs> kind of reception you gave us. Here we go. Holy Spirit convicts you by the word of God. Um, I'm tired this morning that the word of God's convicting me. <laughs> you might have been a little tired this morning. But I pray that the word of God convicts you right now. I really do that. I pray that the word of God convicts you right now. The Bible is the very word of God. I love reading God's word. 
and the gospel is power. First, you know, it's the one-two punch. It's, it's the word of God and the Holy Spirit. When we read the gospel uh, and believe, we receive the power of the Holy Spirit. What, is, what has God's power done in your life since you believed? I really ask you to ask yourself, what has he done in my life? What am I doing with my life in the name of Jesus Christ? You know, because of the Holy Spirit, we can praise God every day. I said out earlier, Diane and I ride flying the Cape Word, but because of the power of the Holy Spirit, it's, it's, it's just amazing how we can love and how Diane will tell jokes all the time, and, and it's just her, her spirit is just unbelievable how it lifts me up. I tell her she's the funniest woman I've ever known, and uh, it is because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, it goes hand in hand, God's Word and the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 1. and 17. Hear these words, people. Hear these words. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First the Jew, then to the Gentile. The gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteousness which is by faith. From first to last, just as it's written, the righteous will live by faith. I pray that all your faith is in the gospel, Jesus Christ. I pray that you would trust in him. He'll make this right with you. I want to I please my God, my Father, because of the power of the Holy Spirit living in me. These words jump out at us. Look at verse 17 again. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as written, the righteous will live by faith. God's word changes everything in us. It makes us right with God. I want to share God with everybody we can. I want to close with these final scriptures. One of my favorite in Ephesians chapter 3. We just got done reading these these scriptures in our Bible study, and, and you know, I told the group I can't I can't get over reading these and over and over again. So Ephesians chapter three fourteen to the end of the chapter. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of His glorious riches He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit to your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is worked within us, to him be the glory in the church, in Jesus Christ, for all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Those, these, these scriptures are powerful. I've highlighted them and underlined them until my pages are almost worn out. And read them and reread them over and over again. I love these verses. His spirit fills my inner being. <laughs> he doesn't stop here. He goes right to my heart. Uh, Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, rooted and established in, in love. How wide, long, and deep is the love of Christ for you and me. You may be filled to the fullness of God. Verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can all ask or imagine according to his power 
that is work within us. You know, I love getting together and, and worshiping God. Uh, every Sunday is special because you, you, you don't see each other all the time during the week. You see bits and pieces. But I love it when we get together and I see people I haven't seen for a while. Just to, just to, uh, just to fellowship and the, 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 the communion that we have with each other through Jesus Christ. Uh, I pray that you have that relationship with Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you maybe decide to renew your heart and mind in, in his word and his love for you. Because Christ is living in you. He's made a, he wants to make a home in you. He doesn't want to be around you. He wants to be in you, making a home with you, be comfortable with you, everything you do and say. I, you know, I love it because you know, I go home to Diane. I go home to just somebody who loves me so much in the same way that God. When you let him into your heart and mind, he makes a home with you. He loves you so much. He gave Jesus to die for your sins. I pray if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you would now so you can experience all the blessings of the Holy Spirit, the power that is just available to you. I don't like plan B. I like plan A. And plan A is God's work. Plan B is God's work. Plan B, they, don't, they have no answers. They have no answers, no future. We have it in the, in the gospel. I pray that you would stand if you can for the song of invitation and invite that Holy Spirit to, to fill you up.